when we think about a classic from kitchen Friday night, you could imagine there's a blech on the fire, there's aluminum foil in the crockpot, everything is all set and ready to go for Shabbos, and we know we're going to learn in, actually in this Klaubez, in the second Chalik of Chai Adam, all the halachas of lining with foil and blechs and all those things. And we know there's a, the reason behind it is because there's a concept of shemiyachat, that a person might end up stoking the coals, or in modern terms it means you might increase the fire on Shabbos. So we cover everything. But the truth is, before we get to this, what is to think about a, a deeper fundamental question when it comes to Hilcha Shabbos? Am I allowed to do an activity? Am I allowed to take a wet shirt and put it into my dryer 30 seconds before Shabbos and turn it on and let it go on Shabbos? Is there a problem? Is that fine? How do I light Shabbos candles? Do I light, I light a candle and it burns on Shabbos? Isn't that a problem that I have things burning on Shabbos or I have meat in my crockpot that's cooking on Shabbos? Shouldn't that be an issue? So the truth is, this is a fundamental machlekes between Beishama and Beisilel going back to the first parak of Masech the Shabbos. So this is a machlekes, Beishama and Beisilel. The machlekes is found on Tafyud Zayin and Mabez. Beishama and Beis Hill argue about several things. We'll highlight two of them. One of them would be putting ingredients of dye together. So Beis Shammai say that in order for you to do it, it must have been completely soaked before Shabbos starts. However, if it didn't start dying, the dyeing process have, had not begun, one is not allowed to do that because it's being dyed on Shabbos. Beis Hill says, no problem. Another example, Beis Shammai say, you can set, out a, set a trap for animals or for fish, birds, on Friday, because it's going to trap on Shabbos, that trapping that's being done on Shabbos is your action going back to Friday or something like that. And it's also, Basil says, no, no problem. And Basil uses a term that matirin in Mashemesh. As long as you look at you look outside, there's still sun outside, you're allowed to do malacha on Friday. But go once Shabbos starts, of course, one is not allowed to do malacha. But if my malacha, if my action, my activity was done, before Shabbos began, there is no problem. So, the, in, the, in the Gemara's termino- ter- terminology, this is called Shvisas Kalim. Do I have to be concerned that my Kalim, my equipment, my utensils, my possessions, do they have to keep Shabbos? Or maybe no. So, where are you look for this halacha? So, the Gemara quotes a Pasuk in Parshat Mishpatim. So, let's just go back one Pasuk. So, it's Perichachim or Pasuk Yudbeis. The Torah tells us, Sheishas Yamim Ta'asem Asecha. So, you work for six days. You rest on the seventh day, which we know as Shabbos. So, we know there's a concept of that your ger has to, has to keep Shabbos. Your Shorcha V'chamer there's a concept of Laman Yenuach. Now we know there's a concept of Shvisas Behemtai. We have a whole parak. We just have this in the daf. So what can an animal walk out with on Shabbos? And there's a concept that your animal could be carrying something. Yes, we know there's a concept of Shvisas Behemtai. That's very good, and that's Pasuk Yudbeis. Pasuk Yudgimel. And everything that I told you, uh, you should keep. So... The way this is classically learned, you take out a Torah Tamim Chumash, he brings out the Mechilta and all the Medrashim, various things that this Pasuk is referring to. However, Beis Shammai saw in this Pasuk a continuation from the previous Pasuk. The previous Pasuk was telling us the concept of Shvishas Behemtai, that a person's animal cannot do Malacha for you on Shabbos, your animal can't carry things for you on Shabbos. So too, your Cholash Marti, everything that you have 
also has to keep Shabbos. Not only does your animal have to keep Shabbos, not only do you have to keep Shabbos, your washing machine has to keep Shabbos, your dishwasher has to keep Shabbos. That is the opinion of Beishamai. Beishamai say, no, we have so many Midrashim, the Pasuk's talking about something else, nothing to do with Shabbos, and that's a, your classic, Machloikes, Beishamai, Basilo. Is there a problem of Shvisas, Kalim, or not? So we're gonna, we know. When you have Machloikes, Beishamai, Basilo, we paskin like Beishamai. So if you look in Shulchan Aruch, some narration on Beis, the Shulchan Aruch right away says, Right before Shabbos, you can start an activity. Even though you're not going to finish it while it's still Friday, it's going to finish on its own on Shabbos. The clothing is going to get get dried. The dishes are going to get cleaned. Your download on your computer is going to download on Shabbos itself, according to Beis Hill, and that's how we pass in the Shulchan Aruch. There is no problem of Shvisas Kalim because we pass in the Beis Hill. That pasuk has nothing to do with Shabbos, and there's no source for Shvisas Kalim. Now, by the way, it's interesting to mention, according to Beis Shammai, that there's a problem of Shvisas Kalim. So that means my washing machine cannot wash things on Shabbos. Even if I put it on before Shabbos, doesn't doesn't make a difference. My kalim have to rest. So the question is, how does Beishama eat chalant? We know the famous Balamar. The Balamar writes that there's a minog in Klai Yisrael to eat chamin, or you want to call it chalant or something, on Shabbos, because the tzedakim would say that the Torah says, it says, uh, uh, So you can't have fire in your house on Shabbos. They would read it. They didn't have Torah Shabbat. They didn't believe in Torah Shabbat. They would read it that it means you can't have any heat, any fire in your house on Shabbos, even if you lit it before Shabbos. So we have a minute to eat chalant. So the question is, according to Beishamai, how are you eating chalant on Shabbos? Additionally, the Gemara asks, the Gemara Yudches from Beis says, Ner and Kedera. How, how do Beishamai like Shabbos candles? You light candles and it's burning on Shabbos. You uh, put food in a kadeir in a pot. How are you going to have chalant Shabbos day? Yabchik, what are you going to eat? Do you need dali roll? You have to have something hot. So Beishamai answer, this is Yurchesim and Beishin Shabbos. They made it hefker. Fascinating halacha. According to Beishamai, right before Shabbos, you have to make your chalant hefker. Otherwise, if your pot is not hefker, it's your keli. It's your... Uh, Crockpot and it's cooking chalant on Shabbos. According to Bishami, you have to say, I do not own my crockpot anymore. So, this actually did come up, not Bishami, but this concept of being of, of being mafker things, of making things hefker, even though everyone knows you're still going to use it. This was a discussion recently in uh, right before Pesach. So, many people bought Kalim. Many people bought uh, utensils for the first for the first time for Pesach and making Pesach for the first time. And Unfortunately, in some communities, the, the, the mikvahs were closed. So many communities have natural mikvahs, lakes, rivers, oceans. We spoke about that in previous Yerim. So there was a, uh, a discussion. Can people just do tvila, do, do a hefker kalim, make your kalim hefker? If my pot is no longer mine, I don't have to title it because it's not mine. It's not my, it's not my kalim. So this discussion was invoked once again. The concept of making things hefker, even though everyone knows it's yours, the whole thing's baloney, everyone knows you're going to use it two seconds later, how are you making it hefker? So obviously, Beishamai felt it wasn't the problem. And you have to look in the Rishonim, what exactly was the uh, calculation behind this concept of making these hefker, you're going to use it, and that definitely played a role in some of the piske uh, halacha, some of the, the uh, halachic rulings regarding the Tfilas Kalim issue, or 
it could be still current issue in some communities when there are there is no mikvah available. Okay, so as we mentioned, Basilo holds there's no problem. Crockpots, candles, not even a question. As long as I lit the candle before Shabbos, I'm sitting on my couch, I'm in shul, I'm eating food, I'm not doing anything on Shabbos. There's no problem. This there is no issue of shvisas kalim. So this is true, but there are exceptions. And the Mishnahis even discuss some of the ex- exceptions. The most famous exception to this, and we'll spend the greater part of the next few shiurim uh, discussing this, is the concept of Shema Yechata B'Gachalam. Meaning, even though I put food on the fire right before Shabbos, if it's not cooked, if we'll get to all the details, there's a Gezer Adirabanon that maybe I'm going to stoke the coals, I'm going to raise the temperature. So you can't just say, I put the food before Shabbos, I'm done. Even if things happen on Shabbos, it's not my problem. So midaraisa, from a biblical standpoint, no problem. Midaraisa is fine. Midarabanon, you cannot do that. That's exception number one. Exception number two, and this will be the rest of the shir today and tomorrow's shir, Hashem, is based on the Gemara on Daf Yudchesamadalaf. The Gemara brings a brisa. The Gemara says, Tanarabanon. They brought the following brisa. So let's see who this Brysa is going like. So the Brysa brings us many examples. One example is, You start your sprinkler system right before Shabbos. No problem. You could, uh, and they could water your, your garden throughout Shabbos. No problem. Another thing is burning some type of hookah, some type of uh, spices right before Shabbos, and it smells up the whole house on Shabbos. No problem. It brings you many halachas like that. However, there's one exception. Now, again, this sounds like Beis Hill. Everything's mutter. One exception. You cannot put wheat into a water mill unless there's enough time on Friday that they will be ground. However, if the grinding, if the milling is going to take place on Shabbos, you cannot do that. Now, one second. If this if this is Beis Hillel, Beis Hillel said, there's no problem with Shvisa's Kalim. Once I did my work, I'm done. So even though flour is being processed and manufactured on Shabbos, I'm sitting on my couch. I'm seeing his mirrors. I'm doing whatever. I'm sleeping. I'm not being Mechal Shabbos. There should be no problem. So who is this Bryson like? Is it like Beis Shammai? But it sounds like everything's mutter, except for this mill. Or it's like they sell. The problem is, why is the mill answer? So the Gemara asked that question. So comes along Rabba. Rabba says, My time, what's the reason? There's something different about a mill. A mill makes a lot of noise, and therefore it's us. We're going to explore what exactly Rabba says. Why does making noise make a, diff- make a difference? But that's the difference. Rabba says, Even Base Hilla would agree that although there's no Problem of Shvisa's Kalim, you're right. You you put food in you put food into the oven right before Shabbos, no problem. You put uh, dishes in the dishwasher, you turn it on, no problem. The mill is different. The mill has this problem called mashmas kol. It makes a lot of noise. That is the opinion of Rabba. Rabbi Yosef says, What are you talking about? I'm only Rabbi Yosef. You have an easier tarots, easier answer. This price is going like Bishamai. This is a problem of Shvisas Kalim. The reason why you can't put things in the mill is because my Kalim, my equipment, have to rest on Shabbos. So the mill has to rest on Shabbos. And that's the reason. Nothing to do with Beis Hillel. Beis Hillel has holds. There's no problem. No mashmas call. Nothing with the noise. As long as you finished your work before Shabbos, as long as you w- went to your couch, there's no problem. This Brysa is like Beis Now, again, how is Rav Yosef going to fit the rest of the Brysa, which said all these things are mutter? So he has his own reasons. That there's no Kalim there. Or 
these things are not doing in action. However, he figures it out. But it's Machlikis Rabba and Rav Yosef. According to Rabba, Basil agrees that by the mill, it's usher. It's you cannot allow the mill to run on Shabbos because it makes noise. Even though everyone sees you, you're sleeping on a couch. Still, it's making noise. I cannot do that. According to Rav Yosef, no, Basil doesn't have to agree to this mill business. This entire brisa is of the opinion of Beishamai. And there is no problem of Hashma's call. Now the question is, two questions, and we'll get to this tomorrow. Question number one is, do we paskin like Rabba or like Rabbi Yosef? What will be the difference? Is there any time we're, gonna, we're going to say that something is too noisy, I cannot do it on Shabbos? That's question number one. So we'll figure that out tomorrow. Question number two is, how do we define this concept of Hashma's call? Anything that's noisy? What if I make noise on Shabbos? Is that a problem? What does noisy mean? So, Mr. Shem, we will get to this tomorrow.